What's up, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Current Era Pod. I'm your host, Julian. And today, Disney Plus Marvel Secret Invasion Review. Now, this isn't going to be a full review like we normally do, uh, but it is going to be uh, about a 15 to 20 minute review. We also have news, reviews, updates, and tidbits in this pod as well. And uh, you guys are going to love it, man. Another really great pod. Monty and I are back. We're giving our reviews on things that we've seen and things that we have not how can we give a review on something we have not? Who knows? Anyway, um, if you're listening, guys, hit that subscribe button. I release content every Monday and Friday. And that's it. Let's go ahead and get straight to the episode. Mondi, we're back. Julian, Julian Julian, the first cut. Something. Yes, sir. It's time, man. It's time. I know all of you on YouTube are just like, God damn. Like, yeah, I know. I know. Okay? <laughs> I know. But anyway. Mondi, let's get it, man. We we have a lot of things to discuss, apparently. Damn, uh, Disney Plus, Secret Invasion, plus, you know, movies, reviews, news, updates, tidbits, factoids. Let's go. Yes, Daddy, let's get it. Um, Boom. So. <laughs> <laughs> What's my name? <laughs> Daddy. Um, just Marvel news. So take this with a grain of salt, but Thomas Hayden Church, if that means anything, he's just the fucking Sandman. He says he. He's heard rumors, quote unquote, that Sam Raimi and Tobey Maguire are in the talks to maybe do Spider-Man four. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, obviously, we are a huge fan of the Raimi trilogy. What would that mm-hmm. mean to you? And do you think there's any 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 truth to this? Possibly, I think there's literally zero truth to this. But um, him saying that was enough to get me excited and hype. If I'm being 100 percent real, I wish anybody else said it, but him, like. Fuck <laughs> Fucking Sandman, bitch. <laughs> can, I, can, I May, can I May say that shit at least? Like, she was still alive? Uh, probably not. She, she was hella old in the, the Raimi trilogy. It, it's, it's actually hilarious you bring that up. I actually just rewatched Spider-Man on Netflix for like the first time in its entirety for a while. Um, and that movie still really holds up, man. It's still like really fucking good. Like it's still really good. It's crazy because... Spider-Man wasn't one of those movies that I thought that I could just randomly quote, like, like you know, like Friday, Rush Hour, Harry Potter, like, like it doesn't matter how long I've seen those, I can just randomly quote them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it felt like every every pinch of dialogue in Spider-Man, I was just like, yeah, this is what's about to happen. Th- this is the dialogue here. He's about to do this, and it, it was just so funny. Like, um, I, I fucking love the, the Raimi trilogy, honestly. I'm gonna watch Spider-Man two tonight and Spider-Man three the next day, so. Um, if Spider-Man 4 does come, I'll be super excited, but mm. listeners, do not hold your fucking breath, because I seriously doubt that this is true, like, at all. What do you think? I'm curious. I mean, I don't think it's true, but I, I love it just like you. Um, okay, wait, I mean, wait, wait, wait. A lot of people are saying Toby's almost 50 now. Like, how is he going to be Spider-Man? What's your take on that? Nigga, it doesn't matter how old he is. He's no longer going to be in high school or college, I assume. So they can do. I totally agree. They can drop in any timeline of his life they want to. So I totally give agree. us give us the, the, the Logan of Spider Man. I, sure. I, I know I know you hate that. But. No, don't give us no fucking Logan <laughs> shit, nigga. Damn. He's fifty. Uh, He's not fucking dead. Okay. <laughs> Damn. But, Niggas uh, think fifty. Yeah. That's it. Boy, you got to retire. <laughs> Batman, Batman, or Bruce Wayne was Batman for like until he was like sixty five. And then he was like, "All right, I gotta use a gun. It's time. It's time to slow it down." <laughs> like, like seriously, like this, this nigga was like old and gray. He was still Batman. Like, let's let, let's pump the brakes. Yeah, like, sorry. If you turn if you turn fifty, you just gotta have a, a send off. <laughs> it's <laughs> time to die, nigga. It's like, time to die. <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy. That's um, crazy. Let's let's talk some trailers here. Uh, a haunting in Venice. This is a haunting in Venice trailer. This is a sequel to Murder on the Orient Express and Death oh. on the. 
And Death on the Nile. It's like the third entry. Um, it took a very different turn for this trailer. It did. Uh, <laughs> but maybe maybe that's what this series needs to keep things fresh. What are your thoughts on the trailer? So when I saw the trailer, I recognized the main character with the mustache instantly. I was like, okay, I've seen him. Like, I've literally seen this character mm-hmm. in something. But I, I, I couldn't remember what the fuck it was. But Murder on, on the Orient Express, Death on the Nile, thank you. Um, both of those movies are decent to good, in my opinion. But like you said, this one is taking just a really left turn. Like this is going into possession and and like in like I mean life and death, obviously. But like actual like like heaven and hell type shit. Like w- what are we doing here? Um, I am not sure. I I mean, okay. Shout out to Michelle Yo. I, I love you, but I don't know if I'm gonna watch this. If I'm being 100 percent real with you, Mondi. Um, yeah, this I I I I think you said it. This this took a really different turn than what we have seen so far is that a bad thing though i don't think so necessarily but for it to take this drastic of a turn is kind of crazy uh what do you think i don't know i just felt like like it was somebody in the picture room and it was like yo what if we just did this and and okay yeah 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 (laughs) i've never i've never seen murder Murder on the orient express or um death on the nile i've I've always heard of them as like diet knives out movies and i you know i I love the knives out movies do you agree with that sentiment yeah, both of them are really good whodunits. I mean, if you enjoy whodunits, you'll enjoy those. Yeah, but but they're not on the knives out level, which is like, do you agree with that sentiment? Uh, I would say it well, might be a tier below. Do, do that sound again? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> guys, that was, that was hey, disgusting. Ew. The motherfucking crown apple. I'm uh, sorry. No, 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 you can't blame the crown apple on that one. That was, <laughs> that was just straight up gay. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, but uh, that's what. Say it, say it, bitch. Say it. No, no. Come on, come on, come on. But, uh, okay. Um, and la- last question. I'm curious. Like, is that lead detective in that trailer? He like the like same charisma as like a Benoit Blanc played by exactly. Daniel. He's literally him. Yes. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, we have the trailer for The Exorcist. Believer has been released. When this trailer aired during Oppenheimer, like my, my yeah. car had like, very visceral reaction. Like, oh shit. Yeah. I was like, okay, looks like another possession movie. But what what are your thoughts on the trailer? I disagree with that entirely. And I'm the one that has said multiple times, especially on, on this pod, I, I've said on this on this pod that like I am like sick of these possession movies, like they're all the same. Like you can just tell what's going to happen. Not to say that you can't tell what's going to happen in this movie, because I mean clearly you can, as far as like the the, the A to Z story. Um, but it, it 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 like sparked something in me, if I'm being real. Like, like you spark what the, the devil? <laughs> what the fuck is <laughs> Spark in you. Shut the fuck up, man. (laughs) Something inside of me just started growing. Like, nigga, what? Okay, keep going. I fucking hate you. Oh my god. Like you, when I saw when I saw Oppenheimer in theaters, um, a lot of people were were you know really paying attention when, when this trailer came on. I, I won't say that there was any, like, audible gas, like, in your theater, but um, it, it, it was a lengthy trailer, like, three minutes, three and a half minutes. Um, and you can tell that they're trying to take from the original uh, The Exorcist, which is super iconic. It, still to this day, I, I'm not much of a poster guy. Obviously, you can see Monty is. I think that that's, like, one of the most iconic posters ever. Of just him showing up to the house in his shadow and that 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 uh, that lampshade. So um, if if this can capture anything from the original, 
The Exorcist. I, I think that's a win. Uh, and this this trailer kind of made me want to see this movie, which is crazy. Uh, may, maybe it's the horror fan in me trying to capture something from the the movie that was that's fifty years fucking old. I don't know, but um, I, I enjoyed this trailer, man. I, I thought it was excellent. If I'm being real, what do you think? I'm glad it sparked something in you. Um, yeah, I mean this. <laughs> I forget. This, I mean this trailer. It wasn't bad at all, but it, it didn't. I didn't see anything I haven't seen before, I felt like. But like I said, I'm definitely the minority. Like my whole theater was like talking about it after like while the other trailer was still playing. So yeah. obviously people have, you know, are drawn to the trailer or whatever. But I mean, I'm going to see it. Um, it looks like it, it might value story over jump scare, which I always love. And I think the, the best horror movies have just the greatest central stories. And so if it can, if it can, if it can do that, then sure, I, I'll, I'll be here for it. Okay. Um, last trailer here is for Saw X or Saw 10 coming to theaters September 29th. I've never seen any of the Saw movies, so I have zero context. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't. I mean, I watched the trailer, but like, I was like on my phone. I was watching it. Like, okay. What do you? What, what? You're a Saw fan, I assume. You've seen all nine of them, including Spiral. Uh, unfortunately, I have not seen Spiral, and I have not seen Saw Nine, but I've uh, seen literally one through eight. Unfortunately. Um. Okay. So one is a masterpiece. That's my opinion. Two is good. But and then the rest of them are just below average to average. Uh, but any of any of them horrible? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, you said uh, below average to average, so I was like, okay. Well, yeah, I mean below average. You know that that means they could be horrible. They could be like oh, okay. fucking bad. Like I saw them once, and I was like, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I mean, like after after well, after like Saw Two, they get really torture porny. Like they they like focus on that more than the actual plot of the story. Um, but Saw 1 is really good, bro. Like, I, I still highly recommend it to this day. Like, it really holds up. Um, but yes, Saw 10, I mean, Tobin Bell returns as as the iconic Jigsaw. Uh, his He has, like, the, him and, like, James Earl Jones have, like, this just this ridiculous voice that, to me, would just live on forever. Um, and, like, this, this, this trailer did, it, it looked like more of the same to an extent, but because it's more personal, it makes me want to see it. it. I mean, I didn't care when Chris Rock was in the spiral. Uh, yeah, he was in like the Saw. What is it, like a um, prequel? What's a prequel? Okay, whatever the fuck that was supposed to be. I I, I literally didn't care. Uh, but now that Tobin Bell is back and they're making it a more personal story about him, it makes me want to see this. Uh, I'll be there opening fucking night. So um, yeah, what do you think as somebody who literally hasn't seen any of these movies at all? Whatever. I mean, I thought it was like whatever. Um, I know, I know that. Um, what was I gonna say? Fuck. I forgot what I was gonna say. But do you put Jigsaw on the same level in terms of like iconography as like a Michael Myers or Jason and Freddy? Or not? You do. Okay. A hundred percent. I personally, I do. I, okay. I think, I think that they probably have better movies and more lore just because they've been around longer. Yeah, I don't mean that, but yeah, I mean like just the iconography. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, they're they're all in the same playing field. Well, okay, Michael Myers is a tier above, and then the rest of them, Freddy Krueger, Jason, all the rest of them niggas are right there. Oh wait, hold on, you got you got Michael Myers above Freddy and Jason. Michael Myers is the greatest horror character of all time, in my opinion. Okay, I thought they were all on the same even kill level, but man. no, they're not, bitch. Fucking recognized. And <laughs> where does Megan? Where does Megan lie on that? Oh series? Jesus Christ! Yeah. That... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Mega 2 coming in 2025. 
Okay, okay, now I'm just curious now. How about like Chucky? Is he on that level or he on a tier below? Uh personally, Chucky is below like the Freddies and the Jasons and like the uh Jeepers Creepers and stuff like that, Final Destinations. But uh, it's no, yeah. no monster for Final Destination. No, it's not, I mean I mean like as far as like a franchise. No, I'm talking about the actual monster creature feature or whatever. Oh, then yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chucky's right there, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I hope you enjoy Saw X. It's been, apparently, it's been test screening really well. Awesome. Uh, to the studio surprise, which is like, what the fuck? Do y'all thought <laughs> y'all had a bad movie? <laughs> y'all niggas actually like this shit? <laughs> okay. Hey. Uh, All right. But, uh, Paramount CEO Brian Robbins said that they are moving away from releasing original animated movies in theaters and instead will focus on IPs. His quote is, we are, we, we're not going to release an expensive original animated movie and just pray people will come. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, Paramount has made movies like uh, Sonic's uh, How to Train Your Dragon, which is an amazing trilogy, um, stuff like that, uh, Mega Mind. So, what are your thoughts on this statement? It sucks, if I'm being real. I mean, it, it sucks to me as somebody who loves the animated realm, uh, especially after seeing Super Mario's uh, Super Mario Brothers success early this year. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of wide open to me. Uh, but look, I'm I'm choosing to look at it from a different perspective. I, I'm choosing to look at it in a lens of. He's saying that they don't own any IP or they don't have a good enough story to tell. I mean, they don't want to tell some bullshit, so they're just not going to tell any of these stories. They're going to focus on other things, which if he's saying it from that perspective, OK, I get it. I I, I, I mean, I don't want you to put out some bullshit and me go see it and give it a C on Instagram like that. That's no fun for anybody. So uh, focus on things that you think are going to be B quality and above and let's move forward. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I could be totally off base. What do you think? Yeah, I think he's just scared of the, I guess, the um, the mystery of the ROI with animated movies. But, I mean, it's, but I, the part that really sucks to me when he said we're going to focus on IPs. Like, so you're not going to tell any more, like, original stories? Like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, you're going to, like, I don't know. That, that the way yeah. these movie stories are kind of moving away from that is just kind of pissing me off. So that's yeah. why I, I always like A24s and shit like that. Because they, you know. <laughs> Um, a sequel to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem is already in the works. Interesting. As well as an animated series with the same voice cast also in the works. So mm-hmm. they're obviously believing this early. Uh, what are your thoughts? So long-time listeners would know that I've been shitting on this movie. Um, I saw the trailer and I was just like, this looks stupid. Uh, Donatello's my favorite Ninja Turtle. He sounds like a bitch-ass nigga. He sounds, he sounds like a woman. He sounds like a little girl. All due respect to Don- Donatello, he is the bitch ass nigga of the group, though. Well, I guess him and wrong. Mikey. He's the smart one. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. Okay, so if, you, if you're smart, you're a bitch ass <laughs> nigga. Wow, Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. So it, it's so funny what like TikTok shorts can do for you because they've been promoting the hell out of this on TikTok and showing like thirty minute or sorry thirty second excerpts from the, the film. And I've I've just been eating it up, man. Like it, it's been so refreshing to just watch them together. I can't wait to watch this opening night. I'm not surprised that. Well, I guess it's not opening night because for for whatever reason they're showing it over here on a Tuesday. Uh, so I'll, I'll be there on Tuesday. Um, but yeah, I mean I'm not surprised that this, this is going to get a, a, a animated series or a sequel. Uh, they have fucking Ice Cube, John Cena, Jackie Chan, and every other person that can be involved involved. So uh, shout out to Seth Rogen. I mean. From everything that I've seen, aside from the trailers, it sounds like this is going to be a great time at the movie theater. I hope that's correct. Um, I hope, you know, the next news pod you guys hear, I'm not over here talking about this shit was ass. 
uh, or it was a C. I, I mean, unlike Mondi, I don't, I don't like, I, I don't want to go see a C movie. Like that's not fun for me. Um, I, don't, I don't either. So why are you doing that? I just don't think a, I don't think a C is horrible like you. I just think a C is an average film. I don't. I don't yeah. 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 I, I don't. Look, I don't yeah. look forward to. I hope every movie I see is a B plus or at least a, or A. Like I don't want to ever see a C movie willingly. But whatever. Go ahead. Yeah, anyway, like I said, who do you think you are, bitch? <laughs> I'll never just see a C willingly. Uh, yeah, Ninja Turtles on Tuesday. I can't wait. Um, shout out to them for getting an animated series and a sequel. Makes sense to me. What do you think, Monty? Yeah, I mean, I've always seen what you've seen, what you're currently seeing right now. I've always saw potential. It looks like a super fun movie. Um, the, I love that the cast of Turtles are actually actual like young teenagers that we've never mm-hmm. I've never seen that before, I don't think, in any kind of Turtles medium. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. I love the art style. Um, let's do it. Okay. Um, we also Sonic the Hedgehog three is also has begun filming. Uh, the, film, <laughs> the film is slated to release December thirty or twentieth next year. Um, yeah, that'll probably get pushed back, but it will. Shadows coming. Oh, 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 what do you think about this money? I'm curious as somebody that doesn't really have a huge investment in the Sonic universe or even in, I mean, because like I think both of us can agree that these first two movies were not good at all. So, what do you think about Sonic three? Well, I don't think either one of them both movies were bad. I think Sonic 1 was like an average movie. I enjoyed Sonic 2 a lot more. The addition of Knuckles and Tails. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I thought it, it was a lot of fun for people who grew up playing Sonic. And Jim mm. Carrey, Jim Carrey alone is the, probably the price of admission for anybody. Like, he's just having too much fun with the role. So, not wow. great movies, but I can see kids definitely loving these. And as somebody who's an adult, I, I'm, I'm able okay. to sit through them. I'm able to. But anyway, um, okay. yeah, uh, the, the fact that Sonic is getting a trilogy is, is amazing. I mean, I, I love it. <laughs> I love that for Sonic. Uh, I hope they can just get continue that trend, in my opinion, at least of getting bigger and better. So I'm excited to see what Shadow can do. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it's a cool little cool little franchise. What, what are your thoughts? Obviously, you different than me. Yeah, well, I mean, it's interesting you say that you think kids will really enjoy it. I, I'm I'm 30. I'm not a fucking child, and I want to enjoy this. I was a nigga that grew up with Sonic. I was born in ninety fucking three. It's so for me. It's for it me. It is. It is for me. So all you little fuckers that were fucking born in 2010 and you're 10 and you're whatever, fuck you. I want to see a great Sonic movie just like I saw a great Super Mario Brothers movie. And hopefully they can take some of the success of Super Mario Brothers or or they can look at what worked at least and be like, all right, cool. Let's try to implement this into Sonic. Let's not make it only for kids Um, because, you know, the first Sonic was super forgettable. I'm literally having trouble remembering the plot now. And Sonic 2 was like I I I was literally angry in the theater until the finale. Um mm-hmm. seeing seeing Super Sonic and then seeing Shadow, amazing. Like wow. Wow. Uh but the rest of it, like the rest of the 90 minutes can go to fucking hell. So hopefully you uh you, you, um, you, no I'm saying like like you didn't like Idris Elba's knuckles? No. No. Okay. I mean, okay, okay, okay. I, I didn't funny. I didn't dislike him. But I didn't like him either. Like, okay, okay. It, literally anybody could have done what he did. And like, it's funny to say you think I need your power, nigga. But like, <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry, but what do you think? No, like I already said what I thought. But to this day, the the, the shadow reveal was is that's one of the mo- moments in theaters. I'm like, I'm looking around like, is this really happening? <laughs> like, my crowd went nuts. <laughs> it's shadow, bitch. It's fucking shadow, bitch. That's yeah. one of the biggest post credit reactions I've ever seen in my life. I was blown away. <laughs> um, anyway, um, the actress Lily Collins, who stars in the, the Netflix show Emily in Paris, will star as Polly Pocket in Mattel's upcoming movie about the doll. 
Um, <laughs> what what has Barbie started? And 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 B, I guess. Do you remember the Polly Pocket toys or the commercials I, for girls? I literally have no recollection of this toy at all. Really? But, um, shout out to the new MCU. This shit will take over as the new MCU, the Mattel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> the Mattel uh, I'm, I'm so excited for this. I am not going to watch this Mattel, uh, this Polly Pocket bullshit because, like I said, I don't know what it is. But I'm sure my mom, sister, and wife will. So, yeah. Cool. I mean, I feel like you said the same thing about Barbie, and there you was opening night. So I'll see you opening night at Polly Pocket, bitch. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Uh, this is interesting news. RDC World slash Supreme Dream says that he's working on a movie with Jordan Peele. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, shit. I mean, I don't know what the extent is. Is it like going to be like a YouTube thing or like a feature length? Will it be Jordan Peele's next thing? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how big the role will be, but that's really cool, man, just to see where he's come from and see where he's going. It's insane, man. I've been following these guys uh, for like 10 years now. I'm, I'm, I'm such a fan. I, I, I got to see them at Summer League, which was super cool here in Vegas. Uh, but... The fact that they're making a film with Jordan Peele is amazing. Hopefully, this will help Jordan Peele make a better fucking film than his last two films. I know I'm in the minority, and I don't think those films are worth re-watching. That's just my opinion. Mm. Um, but, you know, hopefully his fourth film, good or not, we're, 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 we're all going to look forward to it. We're all going to be there opening night. And um, if if this film is the one that they're working on, I hope that it's nothing but successful, man. I'm 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 really happy for these guys. This is awesome. Uh, Travis Scott has collaborated with A24 Studios. He's got a new movie coming out called Agro Drift. Um, the entire film is shot um, in infrared, <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's and it's directed by Har- Harmony Corinne, who was the director of Spring Breakers by A24. A movie with Selena Gomez and Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah. Actually, fun fun fact: Spring Breakers is the first A24 film. Um, so yeah. Okay. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on this little description? Who gives a fuck? Don't listen to Travis Scott. What do you think, Monty? Um, ooh, wow, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I just said I love A24. But okay. I, I don't like when artists try to come in and do movies just because they have a platform. Um, I, I could be totally wrong. Maybe Travis Scott is a, a cinephile and loves movies. But sure. honestly, I doubt it. I doubt it. I think he just wants to come and do, and do something, do a movie just because he can. And I don't like that. I don't like that. I so mean, stay in his lane, right? Make music, nigga. That's it. Hey, shut up and dribble. Just shut up and dribble, nigga. Shut up and dribble. Got it. Okay, okay, cool. And uh, entire movie shot in infrared is going to piss me off. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's talk the one show that we saw, which was Secret Invasion, MCU's newest show, big show. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know where to begin. What are your thoughts on the Secret Invasion series? Well, I mean, for all our listeners, we typically do an entire pod dedicated to these Disney Plus shows. We're not doing it this time because Monty thinks that we're not going to have enough things to, to discuss. You could have so, totally overrode my decision. Is your part? I'm just saying. I just I, gave you my opinion. I thought that yeah. we wouldn't have 30 minutes like, worth. I'm, I'm not going to argue with you if, if you oh, okay. said that. I mean, you okay, said what you okay, said. Okay, okay. If I said what I said, and I don't need no fucking disclaimer. Well, the reason we are doing it no, is because Monty said. No, they need to know. Okay, the people need to know. Um, overall, was this show good, Monty? No. But was I expecting it to be good? No. Um, and I think that's where my opinion differs with a lot of people. I think a lot of people expected this to be amazing or something that it just could literally never be. And I think that's why a lot of people are hating this show. Um, I will say my 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 like biggest separation from like the the internet, I guess, is like the finale. Like people hate the finale. I thought it was good. Like I had a lot of fun with the finale. Um, but you know, most people hate it and that's totally fine. I mean, I, 
I'm I it appears that I'm always the contrary and on the pod. I mean, people love Loki. I that show is not good in my opinion. Um, people hated Miss Marvel, and I love Miss Marvel. People hated She Hulk. I love She Hulk. What the fuck ever. I mean, it 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 is what it is. I've accepted who I am. Um, this like I said, th- this show is not good, but this show is not bad either. I think I think people are trying to shit on this show for whatever reason. I'm not 100 percent sure why, but um, yeah, I'm not sure where to begin. I I, I guess I'll start with uh, Maria Hill, Kobe Smutter's death. It literally meant nothing. She deserved a whole lot better. That's just my opinion. Um, she's been around for too long to just get killed off in this Disney Plus show and, and for it to not have literally any meaning. Um, Amelia Clark, I thought she was serviceable in the role, but literally anybody could have done what she what she did. Uh, I thought that Samuel L. Jackson and um, Don Cheadle were great in, in like their dot, and, and even um, Ben Middleton who played Talos. Like they, they had some great scenes just together. Uh, I, I I I thought that the acting from from those three in particular was just really great. Uh, and shout out to the actor who plays Gravic. I of course don't remember his name. Didn't write it down. Kingsley he was ben fantastic. Adir. Say it again. Kingsley Benadir. Kingsley. Just think his name's Kingsley. Oh Jesus God. All right. Uh, Kingsley Benadir. Um, he was he was fantastic in the show. He, he's probably probably the most memorable villain unless we're counting Wanda. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, I mean... Um, how about Slave Master King? Who? Not yeah. <laughs> yeah, get the fuck out of here. Um, well, I, you said memorable, not good. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll never forget. I'll, you broke the timeline. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, look, shout out, shout out to Ben oh. uh, Kingsley, the, the nigga who played graphic. He, he, he was great, it, aside from the finale. That's just my opinion. I thought he kind of fills it out in the finale. Uh, the whole roadie storyline, I, I guess because people didn't get the answer that they wanted, it just sucked to people. <laughs> and like, answer because how long he's been a squirrel? Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. Like, because people, people wanted like a time date and everything in this show. And because it didn't come like the fan theories and just the speculation has been rampant. Oh, it was before Civil War. It was after Endgame. What was this? It was that. Oh, this is what the director said. This is what, like, bro, we're not gonna fucking find out until his literal movie in Armor Wars. <laughs> so let's let's just let's just pump the brakes. Uh, what am I forgetting? I'm pretty I'm forgetting. sure. I'm pretty sure the director asked like Kevin Feige, like, yo, when can I say he was a scroll? Kevin Feige, like, Armor Wars, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when can you say what, nigga? <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Um, the I'm sorry, but. Two two times Samuel Jackson's Uh-oh. Nick Fury made me laugh out fucking loud. Uh, oh god! One no no. <laughs> One was was in the finale when when he fucking punched Gravig. I was like, they gave this nigga powers. They gave Nick Fury powers. Bruh, I was rolling. Um, but like, I, I actually like really enjoyed that swerve of that being um, Gaia and Nick Fury being go- going to protect. I, I really like that swerve. And the second time they gave this nigga a super suit up scene, bro. Like <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. Like the nigga had a whole like a whole <laughs> fucking bunker to put on an eye patch and a cape. Like what, bro? <laughs> and a beanie. And oh, oh you're right. <laughs> <laughs> the dramatic music playing in the background. I, I was laughing for like five minutes straight. This nigga changed from a gray beanie to a black beanie. <laughs> <laughs> He's ready. 
Um, yeah, I mean, look, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll give more thoughts and we can go back and forth after you give your opinion, but tell me, tell me what you thought about the show. Oh yeah. First of all, I don't agree it's bad at all. Um, I actually thought the show was trending to be really, really good up until about episode five and a half. Um, I thought it was like, this this is going to be a really great series, but Mm -hmm. after episode five, I realized that they have a thousand knots to tie, which the MCU does. It's a trend. Yep. They, yep, they, yep. They, they leave for some reason, they leave the finale to tie up a thousand loose ends. And that just mm-hmm. you're setting the finale up for failure. You just can't do that. Um, CGI third act, which yeah. was it made me laugh out loud because I was just like, Monty, I know Monty hates this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I mean, like, I, but the show honestly has some really, really good moments. that I, I remember I for a long, a long time. I don't think it's bad at all. Like I said, it was training to be really, really good um, to me. Uh, I love how every time we see Nick Fury, he's like, and every time we see him since Phase One, he's just slowly and slowly becoming more just Sam Jackson. And at this mm-hmm. point, yeah. he's he's just Sam Jackson in the MCU, and I, I love that. And, and speaking of Sam Jackson, like you said, man, like him and Ben Mendelsohn, when they shared scenes together, those are just two powerhouse actors. We're going back, I, like to me, the the pinnacle of the series was when they're on the train and they're having a discussion regarding the displacement of the the scroll and. You yeah, know, like yeah. Sam Jackson's like, nigga, we can't even, we fighting amongst ourselves. Like, yeah, like, like that was just two actors just playing in the sandbox, bro. And like, I don't know. And I, I just love that. And, and like Ben Mendelsohn has an amazing voice. Like, like I would love he to does. do some voice acting. Like he, his voice is just so fucking good. I love his rendition of Talos. Um, Olivia Coleman did nothing for me. Like you said, was that? Amelia, the lady who was helping um, him, the white lady, older white lady. She's oh, the, the one that was making all the jokes every time she was on the screen. Right, right. People on Twitter seem to take to her well. I thought she was just—I mean, she wasn't bad, but I mean, she's a great actress. But um, yeah, and I agree with you a hundred percent on Amelia Clark. I mean, I love Amelia Clark. Obviously, you know that, but just—it's not her fault. But what she no. was given, what, what, she, what she was given, it was just like a serviceable role for her. Yep. Um, yeah. It's always good seeing Don Cheadle, another powerhouse actor as well, which he had more to do. It was yeah. evident. It was abundantly clear he was a scroll since the beginning. I don't know if this—the show thought that maybe they were tricking us, but I was like, yeah, that's not how, that's not how Roddy would talk to Nick Fury. Um, but it's still cool seeing him. Like you, I do wish that we had more clarity as to when he was a scroll. But the director did come out and say he's been a scroll since Civil War. So I mean, to but he to- doesn't know that. If if you read the full quote, he does not know that he was literally guessing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like you, I agree with the whole um, Maria Hill thing. I mean, she's like you said, she's been a she's been in it since Phase One. I thought like at the end of episode one, I was like, okay, maybe she was a scroll right there. There's no way they're gonna just kill her off like that. And if you are gonna kill her off, give us more time with her as the audience because she deserves more time. And so they kept having her name like at the end at the end of every credit scene. I was like, okay, so maybe she's probably coming back, but no, I guess not. Um, like you, I agree. Gravit Kingsley been a dear man. I've been following this guy's career pretty closely the last couple of years. He's such an amazing actor. He's a he, he's like a straight up chameleon in everything that he's in. I saw him in this movie called One Night in Miami. He played Michael Max. He was amazing. Uh, saw just saw him in the Barbie movie. Totally different than what he's doing here. He's yep. playing Bob, Bob Marley next year in the biopic. Like he's just yep. he's he, this dude's on my radar. I mean, he had instant presence on the screen. Like I think he's easily the best MCU show villain so far. And I put him like in my top ten, like just overall MCU villains, just because of the presence that he has on screen. I feel like he's a villain. I feel like he can you know do something crazy at any moment. I, I loved his uh, uh, graphic. I love him okay. as a villain. Um, I feel like. To me, where the show falters the most is that it doesn't really do a good job at showing the stakes of the show because the stakes are pretty grave. Like it's pretty intense stakes. Like yep, planetary this, this, easily. Yeah, planetary um, stakes. It's the annihilation of the human race potentially. Yep. Um, and the show doesn't really make you feel that as the audience. And I saw like a tweet where people have been tweeting recently where like other shows do that plot line so much better. 
Um, one, one which I agree with is Agents of Shield, which I know you haven't watched yet. You probably won't ever watch, but I yeah, promise yeah. you, to this day, you would love that show if you get past season one. It's like one of the best shows ever. Um, uh, yeah, so like I just think the show could have handled it a little bit, a little bit better. And also, the show feels like it thinks it's smarter than it really is because uh, it's doing all these twists and turns, and some of them work, some don't. But it's to the point where it's like. I always hate when shows or movies try to sacrifice twists and turns for overall. Just what's the what's the core plot here? What's the core structure? I don't like shock value for the the sake of shock value. Um, Nick Fury's a fucking freak. Um, this nigga is willingly fucking a, a, a squirrel. Had 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 to throw that in there. Um, and also, this is something I, I want to bring up as well. I saw this MCU creator. I, I, I'm going to credit her. Her name is Fantastic Frankie. I mean, she, she's on TikTok. Sorry, it's TikTok creator. And she made a very interesting point. She said like. The MCU has been recently vilifying a lot of people of color um, by making making them terrorists because they're trying to protect their marginalized group of people. And she said uh, that happened with Killmonger and Black Panther. That happened with Namor and Wakanda Forever. That happened with uh, Carly and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I was like, is she right? Like, are they trying to vilify black people or people of color in these roles by making them making feel like making it feel like it's wrong to fight for your people? when you're fighting against a bigger power and then why is it always us in those roles? That's just a little interesting side note I want to bring up. And if you have any thoughts on that, I thought that was a very um, profound point she made. Yeah. I mean, not really. Um, those three that she mentioned, I guess, make sense. But MCU has been around for almost 20 years, so I would need a little more evidence to support that. But interesting theory. Well, well I mean, her point is just that, you know, like, why why are we painted as terrorists for just protecting the people that are, that we love and you know, shit like that, like when they more, I don't know. I thought it was a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all I have. We can go back and forth now if you want to, no homo pause. Um, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, but, so, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I had a few points that I did want to bring up and get your opinion on because, I mean, based on what we, you know, based on what you've said, we've already reacted differently to a few things, but Nick Fury's married to a scroll. Um, it was a little unclear to me. If he knew, but I guess was, as the series was, was super clear that he didn't know. Well, once they had the scene in the diner, it was clear. But if you remember, I think the second episode ended with her realizing or with, with us, the audience realizing that she was a scroll. And like at the end of the episode, I was like, does this thing know that he's like fucking a scroll? Like, OK, um, 100% knows. yes. OK, yeah. But yeah, like, yeah, he 100 percent knows. And he's like, cool with it. Like he's in love with the scroll. Does that. Uh, I mean, obviously it doesn't take away from his character, but as somebody who has like a literal like station in space that's dedicated to fighting aliens, is, isn't that a little weird that he's like in love with an alien? Like, or, or you just not care? I mean, I, well, first of all, it's not dedicated to fighting aliens. It's dedicated to seeing outside threats before they come and protecting the Earth. I mean, Nick Fury has worked with aliens countless times, whether it be Thor or mm-hmm. the Guardians. So like, it's not like he's opposed to aliens. He's worked with the scrolls for, for, for crying out loud. Um, so yeah, I don't think that that point is valid. But it's it's, it's very clear he knew she was a scroll the entire time because toward the finale he says like no. Remember she, her biggest complaint went to him was like she couldn't like, be herself. Yeah, you gotta accept me in my skin. So like it's I, I feel like they've always known. Um, yeah. But yeah, that boy freak for real though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I want your opinion on the the, the roadie reveal when it happened. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess you know you you say that you already knew or whatever, mm-hmm. but. Um, when the reveal happened, what was your reaction? And when do you think he was replaced? And I guess we need to talk about the nigga from uh, Agent Ross as well, from Black Panther. Nobody mm. gives a fuck about this nigga, but he's, he was also there. 
Yeah. Um, so what do you think? Uh, I mean, I had a straight face when it was revealed because I already knew it was coming. Um, <laughs> in terms of what I think he was replaced, I, I don't know. But I would love to see Rhodey's reaction to finding out Tony Stark is dead if, the, if it happened before then, because that would be that could make for a really, really great scene. Um, but yeah, and in terms of Everett Ross, I would like to think that Everett Ross was the real person helping them in Wakanda forever in Black Panther. I would like to think that was actually him. Um, but if not, I mean, it is, it is what it is. But it wouldn't really know. matter. Yeah. But what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, so when he was revealed to be a scroll, uh, I won't say that I saw it coming. I was like, okay, this is this is an interesting, this is an interesting plot choice here. Um, and like my mind immediately went to, okay, like when was he replaced? So I was looking forward to seeing a resolution to that in this show, but when they didn't show it, I was like, okay, like he's he's got a movie coming out. So like clearly we gotta get the answer there. Um and I think I think that he probably got replaced sometime after Endgame. Um, because, like, if you're, that, that's been, it's been like, what, five years since that happened in, like, the MCU timeline or something like that? So, like, it's been a while. Uh, or, no, it's, since, it's, 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 it's at least been a year or two. Since the blip, not since Endgame. Yes. Yeah. So, like, it, it's been a while since, since that happened, though. So, um, it makes sense that, to me anyway, that it, it would have been after that. But, I just I, I I guess I just really want to say like we we don't know like we there's there's no confirmation of of when he was exchanged yet um, and like I'm seeing a lot of people speaking matter of factly online it's like super weird <laughs> uh, but yeah um, so and during it I'm sorry go ahead <clears throat> I think the the last point I wanted to bring up was the the big CGI fight at the end because obviously you know that you know. You typically hate them. Typically, you do. So, what did you think about Gaia versus Gravik, uh, in your opinion? Yeah, no, I didn't hate the fight at all. I just hated the fact that it wasn't a gradual progression to that point. I don't feel like, like, like I said, between episode five and six, a lot happened. They had a lot of loose ends to tie up. The fight itself, cool. It was whatever. Um, we have a fucking super Avenger walking the Earth now, and, and Gaia, <laughs> and, and Gaia, like she's fucking stronger than everybody. Yeah. Um, also, side note, I hate when people like in movies or shows gain powers from somebody else. They can just master those powers immediately. Like when it took those characters years and years to master it. Like, OK, whatever. Um, but who, who knows how long she's been practicing with those powers? Um, but yeah, the, the fight scene itself was cool. The fight didn't bother me. Just just the build up. It was just happened too sudden. It felt like Game of Thrones season eight between season seven and eight. Like it's just everything's happening now at once. Like, OK, like, yeah, you know, it's a little a little, a little jarring. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting, man, because like it didn't bother me at all either. But like pe- people are trying to shit on the CGI. They're saying the fight was stupid. It was ill timed. I mean, maybe maybe some of those points have merits to an extent. But um, like I said, like the the actual swerve of it got me because like when Nick Fury punched Gravik and he flew, like I was dying laughing. Like I was like, <laughs> there's no way they gave this nigga powers. And then when when Gaia came out underneath the transformation, I was like, okay, cool. And yeah, she's like literally stronger than everybody else. Uh, I'm, it, it it doesn't bother me, but ultimately, I don't think it's going to mean anything. Like I I, I literally don't think that Amelia Clark is going to shine at all anymore, um, unless it's for like one scene, and then she's probably going to get killed off by something crazy. Uh, and I honestly thought that Gravik himself really fizzled out in the finale. Um, I appreciated his monologue, but. The fact that his monologue wasn't to the actual Nick Fury kind of took away some of the scene to me. Mm. And um, he kind of died kind of easily. But um, 
yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we, we don't want to discuss it anymore. Overall, I don't think the series is great, but I do not think that it was as bad, especially the finale. It was it was not as bad as a lot of people are trying to make it to be. That's my final word on it. I, I think I gave the show a C, which, you know, that's an average show. Uh, did I want to see an average show? No. But did I expect it at this point? I kind of did. Uh, I mean, Marvel is not batting a thousand, especially after Endgame. So I pretty much expected an average show. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, agreed. I, I gave it a C plus. And my only problem with Gaia being so strong now is that the fact that she's not a canon character, like you're just bringing in somebody new to be this strong. Like that, that's that's one thing that kind of bothers me. Like she's not a, like Gaia. I haven't heard of her in the comics. Maybe she is in the comics. But her in this iteration, and I, and I knew it was gonna be a big CGI fight because there's no way you're gonna set up the whole Super Scroll thing with with Gravity and not have him fight somebody on par with him. So I knew that was coming. So that's why I got, that's probably why it bothered me as well. Got it. Um, so let's talk some movie reviews. Well, you haven't watched the movies. I saw three. I okay. saw Haunted Mansion. Um, oh God. Okay. Stan, Lakeith Stanfield, Owen Wilson, um, Danny DeVito, Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. Huge big stack cast. This is of course a, a remake of the 2003 movie with Eddie Murphy which is based off the ride at Disney World. Um, yeah. And this movie has two cold opens, right? And neither one of them, were, they were both so bad that I was like, <laughs> within the first seven minutes of the movie. Wait, 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 wait. Why did you go see this movie? I'm just curious because both of us saw the trailer for this. We were like, this looks ass. So yes. why did you go watch this? Two reasons. The cast um, was amazing. Uh, and, and number two is that I enjoyed the Eddie Murphy version to an extent. So I just wanted to see what they were going to do. Okay. Um, and like I said, yeah, so I knew we were in trouble like within the first seven to eight minutes of the movie. Right. Um, I kind of found myself sitting in my seat, like disassociating many times throughout the movie. Like, I feel like I'm in the seat watching it physically, but like I'm floating in the ether thinking about dinner and shit like that. Um, because it, it, it just went on for way too fucking long. Um, yeah. to me, this sucks, especially because this is a, a movie that's backed by Disney, right? You yeah. got a, a largely black cast in here. And it's it's a great entry gateway for kids to get into horror, and I just feel like when it's this bad, it's just it just kind of sucks, especially like twice over because like damn man, like we went, we probably won't get this opportunity again for a while, and so I don't know. This movie was actually bad to me. I gave it a D. Wow. Um, How was the um, Keith Stanfield? The Keith that's that's interesting, bro. Like I thought he was actually kind of bad in this movie. What? And I think maybe he was like phoning it in. Maybe he's like I don't want to be in this kids movie. I don't care. Um, he's got one great scene where he's breaking down because he's, he's grieving. I thought that was a really good scene, but really, not even just him. Other people, I feel like they're just kind of phoning it in. Like they just they they know what kind of movie they're in. You know, when actors do that. Yep. Um, and so yeah, I mean, I I'll, I'll, I'll take the the Eddie Murphy version ten times over before I watch this one again for sure. And that that version ain't like an amazing movie, but it's, it's better than this in my opinion. Okay. Next re- next review is for Talk to Me. This is uh, the movie that A twenty four promoted as well. Not well, I don't know if they promoted it, but it's been promoted as A twenty four scariest movie to date. Um, and so, of course, you know when you kind of go into a movie with those kind of high expectations, you're bound to be let down, right? Um, but two things: number one, I did not think it's A twenty four scariest movie, but it doesn't mean it's not worth watching. You know, um, I think it's it's good enough. Um, it's it's got some really cool things that add different elements to the horror genre, which I, I haven't seen recently. So it makes it fresh in a sense. Like first of all, it's set in Australia, which I have never seen a horror movie set in Australia. That was really cool. Um, and it's got a black female lead, which I you don't see that typically in horror either for like a, a big release like this. So those two things kept it fresh enough. And also, I also appreciate the fact that like like the protagonist in the movie, the black girl, the black woman, is a very flawed character. Like she's not like typically like in horror movies, you got a uh, like a good person fighting the forces of evil. And it's a very black and white distinction there between who's good and who's bad. And I love the fact that with this movie, I'm not going to spoil anything, but she's 
I would say she's a bad person, but she definitely makes some iffy decisions that you as the audience member like, hmm, is she, you know, it, is it, should I be rooting for her, you know? And so yeah. I appreciated that. Like those, those three things kept it really fresh for me. Um, it had a lot of scenes in the movie that make me, that made me go like, like my face was like scratching. Like, oh shit. Like I'm, a, I'm typically I'm a very reserved movie goer. I kind of sit in my seat like, like a robot every now and then I put something in my notes. Um, but it's made, this movie got some visceral reactions out of me. And so I, I give it credit for that as well. It's very hard to do that. <laughs> um, and uh, yes, yeah, overall, I gave Talk to Me a, a B minus. Um, to me, the, my biggest complaint was that sometimes I, I understood the overall gist of the villain's motivations and why he was doing what or what why they or he was doing what they were doing. But it wasn't as clear as I would have wanted it to be. And okay. I just wanted a little bit more clarity on the motivations as to why this, this stuff is happening. But I think it's worth to watch for sure. If you're a horror fan, I definitely recommend Talk to Me. And I hope it gets, it's doing, apparently it's doing super well at the box office right now for having like a very like limited budget. So yeah, um, I, I recommend if you're a horror fan. Okay. Talk to do you me. Plan watch, do you plan on watching this? Just curious. Do you plan on watching that? I've never heard anything about it and your review did not make me want to watch this movie. No. Really? Your no, review no, no. did not make me want to watch no, this no, movie. No. no, no, I'm saying like you haven't heard of it, like A24 Scariest movie yet? You haven't heard of that? Nope. Okay. Uh, and last movie here is probably a movie you probably haven't heard of either. It's called Theater Camp. You've heard of this movie? Wrong. Regal played the fuck out this trailer. I didn't know that it was out already. Okay, got it. Comedy yeah. seems like a good time. Let's do it. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, this movie is a love letter to uh, theater kids or theater nerds. Uh, I'm not either, but I've been around enough of them um, to understand that they have a very shared experience. This movie has like a lot of people that I, I like in terms of their acting, and I've watched them grow. It, it stars Jimmy Tatro. I've been following this guy since Vine days. I love seeing people from Vine make it. Um, he, he, he has a very funny series on Facebook watch called Real Bros of Simi Valley. And so just seeing him do these different movies, he was in Bronze with Adam Sandler. Uh, I love it. Uh, we got Io Debri, once again, from The Bear. Sid, she, she's in this movie, which she had more to do, but she's really good. We got Ben Platt as well. So, yeah, just a cast of really eccentric people um, and, and very talented people as well. The kids in here are super talented as well. It's got a, I'd say the most of the cast is LGBTQ+, so that's good, you know, like good re representation for them. Um, and it's one of the funniest movies I've seen this year, to be honest. Like, I was like dying. Wow. Yeah, it was one of the funniest movies I've seen, bro. I was like dying. My entire theater was dying laughing. I just saw it tonight, actually. That's where I just came from. Real um, quick, real quick, real quick. How often yeah. are your theaters like packed? Honestly, not a lot, a lot. Okay. okay. Um, I've noticed, I've noticed, yeah, like, I mean, like a big superhero movie, yeah, probably. Sure. Oppenheimer was packed as fuck for some reason. Well, not for some reason, but yeah, but like, you know, but like this kind of movie, it wasn't packed it was like this. Yeah. It, it wasn't enough to be like you know packed. I wouldn't say packed, but it was enough people in there. You know? Okay. Okay. Um, there's a play at the end of the movie that because the whole movie kind of builds up to this play, this this, this stage play, which is like the finale of the movie. That's an amazing play. I'd watch that play in real life. I'd pay, I'd pay fucking box office or what? What's the word? Um, big blockbuster prices. Broadway prices for that play. Like, it was an amazing play. Um, and so yeah, like I think this this movie could easily be a cult classic in a couple of years, man. I think. Uh, it's one of those movies that just it's going to garner a fan base, uh, like a certain kind of fan base and definitely do well. So if you're a theater nerd or you like theater, high, high recommendation. I give it a B plus. What's it called again? Theater Camp. Theater Camp. I see it. OK. Yeah. Got it. I'll go see it tomorrow. Or <laughs> uh, wait, I, did, I sold you on that. I mean, you don't do you are you do you know about theater? I was I was always interested in the film. Like I said, Regal oh. has played the trailer so many times, but I didn't know that it was already out. Yeah, and it feels like an A24 movie through and through, but it's not. I was so surprised when I found it was an A24. It's by Searchlight, but it feels just like an A24 film. So, yeah. Got it. 
Um, but yeah, I, mean, I don't have anything else. I mean, you want to talk about anything else? Or <laughs> that's like a fucking lonely ass bitch. Um, Discuss, nah, man. Great pod, Monty. Uh, I'm excited for this weekend, man. We're going to see uh, the Meg 2 and Ninja Turtles. I'm assuming you're going to see both of them as well. Of course, uh, so of course. Hopefully, hopefully, we'll have reviews on them coming soon. Real quick, which one do you think is going to be better, the Meg 2 or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I think Meg 2 is going to be horrible. Um, you think so it's going to be horrible, like, like D or below? I think it. I think it's going to be a C minus or below. I hope I'm wrong. Okay, okay. What about Ninja Turtles? I think it's going to be a B plus or above. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I, I hope you're right about that, and I hope you're wrong as fuck. Well, I mean, your opinion <laughs> about the Meg, that literally doesn't matter. I mean, I'm going to enjoy the fuck out of this movie. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Thanks, Monty. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Next time. Thank you, Daddy. <laughs>